0: Hello, and welcome to the She Is Left Project. This podcast is dedicated to helping you heal from the challenging and painful relationship with your mother so you can finally experience the love you've always craved. I'm your host, Jennifer Arnese. I'm a mother wound coach, author, and healer who believes tenderness and vulnerability are your true superpowers. Sis, it's time to finally heal your inner little girl so you can start thriving and not just surviving. Progressive, irreverent, and real, this podcast will have you laughing and crying at the same time. Trust me, you don't want to miss an episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the She Is Loved Project Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Arnese. This is episode six. I'm so glad you're here. So what I want to talk about today is something that I probably get asked about the most It is the biggest hang up when it comes to healing your mother wound. It is, I don't want to say it's like mother wound healing 101, but really it is. like You need to know this if you're going to properly embark on healing from a challenging and toxic and um, painful relationship with your mother. If you don't get this, you're gonna be fucked up because your attention is going to be placed in the wrong direction and your energies are gonna be spent in the wrong space. And you're gonna end up really. Never mind. Let me just go ahead and tell y'all what it is. Healing your mother wound has absolutely nothing to do with your mother. It has absolutely nothing to do with. Healing the relationship with your mother. I'm going to say that again. Healing your mother wound has nothing to do with your mother. And it has absolutely nothing to do with healing or fixing or repairing the relationship you have with your mother. Healing your mother wound is about healing the relationship you have with yourself. Leave her the fuck out of it. I don't even know how many ways to even say this. And I know it sounds harsh and most of y'all don't want to hear it, and I know why, and we're gonna get into all of that, and once once we break it down, you will be like, "Oh, okay, but in the meantime, you're probably gonna be like, "But Jennifer, you don't understand. I mean, you see, she did this and this happened, and what about this, and I can't, if she doesn't, and all this other type of shit we're gonna we're gonna, we gonna break it all down, okay somehow, I don't want to say somehow like we don't know how it happened." The nature of your mother wound has made it impossible for you to center your own experiences. So in order to heal, you think you need the validation of your mother because your whole life has been about trying to get the acceptance, the acceptance and approval of your mother, so when it comes time to healing your mother wound, it's like, to heal that, you that, that is like the ultimate cry for help. And in order for my experience to be real, in order for my pain to be real, she has to acknowledge it. And without her acknowledgement, I can't really be grounded in my actual experience. That in and of itself is the mother wound. That is the mother wound. It is the lack of mental and emotional autonomy that you have over your life and over your own personal experiences. And so, so many women and men both in the beginnings of this process really are desperate to have her say i was wrong i shouldn't have done that you're right how i treat how i treated you how i behaved all of that was my fault and i'm sorry that's really what we want it would be great to have that i'm thinking it would be great to have it cuz i ain't never had it you know but you can't wait for that And healing your mother wound really has nothing to do with healing the relationship. Like we still like when you when you are raised with an emotionally negligent and emotionally absent mother, you are like running this race. It's like chasing down a rabbit in the goddamn woods. You are just everywhere trying to get this soft, fuzzy, sweet little rabbit and that rabbit is not fucking with you. It is dipping in holes. It is hiding behind bushes. You just, you can't catch it. And you think the answer is catching the rabbit. You think the answer is getting your mother to acknowledge her wrongdoing. Because if she can acknowledge her wrongdoing, then she can what? She can change. And then if she can change, what will happen? you can have the relationship that you've been wanting to have since the beginning of time. And you think that's what the ultimate answer is, that I want this loving mother and that we get along and she cares for me and she trusts me and I trust her and there's tenderness between us and vulnerability and she supports me and she treats me fairly. That is oftentimes a fantasy. And we get caught up in the, I should have that. That is what she should be doing. That is what she should be giving me. And it's like, I'm going to make her give it to me. And if you really can understand, that is really your immature, underdeveloped and wounded ego, trying to make someone show up and be a way that you think they should be so you can receive the love that you want. Listen to me. Where else are you doing that in your life? I know somewhere else. So if if it looks crazy in how you're doing it with a partner or friendships it's the same, that's where you learned it. So healing your mother wound is really about you breaking out of the fantasy and you finally accepting her for who she is. And I can already hear some of y'all. I accept her for who she is. I know who she is. I know who she is. Accepting her, forgiving her, that doesn't mean going back. And and hold on. Let me talk about forgiveness. That is not the priority. The priority is not to forgive her. It really isn't. Forgiving her is for also for you. It's not for her. So and it is and I'm from my experience, it is something that happens as you are able to fill yourself up with the love that you need, and to build the relationships in your life that, um, create that safe space for you. The demand that you have of your mother begins to diminish. So it doesn't even look like forgiveness. It just, you just realize, oh, there's a better version of what I wanted somewhere else. Now, in order to get to that, there is a grieving process that, and it's not grieving the mother that you have. It's grieving the mother you never had. It's easy to let go of the mother you do have if she is, uh toxic if she is argumentative if she is negligent if she's mean and rude and all those types of things it's it's a little easier to like ugh, cut that off what's harder is to let go of the the mother we always wish we would have had the dream that still lives in us about who we want her to be and what our life could be if we had that. Because we we know how different our lives could have looked if we had this emotionally attuned mother who nurtured us and saw us and validated us and protected us, right? And we looked, that was her job. And for her not to do the job that we feel she should have done It's really hard to accept that because we have the fantasy that still exists in us, right? So oftentimes my clients think that healing the relationship with the mother, getting her to understand is like, you're hung up on that. You're hung up on, I want her to acknowledge it because The enmeshment, the emotional enmeshment, even though the relationship is challenging, painful and toxic, we still have we still don't have our own thoughts and our own emotions. How we feel about ourselves is still directly tied to how she feels about us. What we want for ourselves is directly tied to what she wants for us. What we believe we deserve in life is directly tied to what she believes that we deserve in life. There's no separation. I call it the energetic umbilical cord It's still attached. You're still feeding off of the energy that she has for you. And you don't know how to, um, feed yourself emotionally. You don't know how to nourish yourself emotionally and find other ways to get your nourishment. You only know it from this one space. And it's interesting because you can have an emotionally negligent mother and you all still be deeply enmeshed. This goes back to, I think I talked about this in like the first or second episode the obedience of the black girl, like the archetype of the obedient black girl. It goes from childhood all the way into adulthood. And it affects us because we're still being obedient. If my mother says I'm a bad person, if she says I'm vain, if she says I'm greedy, if she says I want too much, if she says I'm fast, um, if she says I think, I don't know who I think I am, we're like we're taught whatever she says is right. Whatever she says about me is right. But these things that I now believe are crippling me in my life. But the only way I believe that they can change is if she changes her mind and then she feeds that to me. And I'm trying to tell you you're only re-traumatizing yourself by going that route because it doesn't work. It is a it is a childish Concept, what you're trying to do, right? The relationship you have to focus on is the relationship you have with yourself. You are now your mother. You are the mother of you. And you've probably have turned into your mother. All the things you thought that she was wrong for doing, how many of those things do you still do? How? How do you treat yourself in comparison to how she treats you or how she treated you when you know, you were a child or under her roof or whatever. Take a second and really be honest. Think about how you talk to yourself. Do you believe in yourself? Do you take your life serious? Do you believe you're worthy? Do you think you are easy to love? And it's like, damn it, she taught me all that stuff. It's her fault. I need to get back to her and get her to realize how she messed me up. No, what's done is done in that way. Because really, whatever she did, and this is going to be hard to, to hear, it really wasn't even about you. It was about her own pain. It and it still is, was and is and will always be about her own pain, her own trauma, her own mother wound that she's living through. And you felt the brunt of it because you were the least powerful. The least powerful person always feels the brunt of the toxicity, And that becomes us, not only because we were children, but because we were reflections of her, because we adored her. We loved her. We wanted her approval so much. She could do no wrong. That really made us extremely powerless. Right. So. I hope you can hear what I'm saying, because I've had times where I've had to talk to people for an hour or more trying to get them to understand. It has nothing to do with her. And letting it go is not an easy thing to say, oh, I let it go. I went no contact. That still doesn't mean that you have gained your emotional autonomy. It just means you've, you're avoiding something and you're putting it off to the side and you don't want to deal with it. Healing it is completely different. Healing it means you're going to look at it straight in the face Over a length of time, and you're gonna process it and you're gonna stay there with it until it goes away. One of y'all gots to go. Is it gonna be the, the pain or it's gonna be you? That is the real process, and you do that through reparenting yourself. Healing your mother wound is about healing the relationship you have with yourself, it is about centering yourself, and a lot of times we use our mother as a way to distract because we've never centered ourselves. We've never really validated our experiences and thought we deserve to have that much attention and focus put on us from the beginning. So we're looking for this permission from her. And that's why I always say like, I give you permission, whatever happened, whatever you say happened, it happened. It was that bad. It was that awful. It was that terrible. You're not exaggerating. You're not making it up. And she was dead ass wrong. And I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. I'm saying for real. Like, I get it. But from there, now what are you going to do? You have to decide that your life is more important than hers. That hurts to even say, oh my God. I feel like this is just such you know, it's just such a selfish thing, it sounds like, right? Even even when I said it, I wasn't even prepared. Like your life has to be more important. And that makes us feel like a bad daughter. So we're, all these things are happening. And I think there, I do think this becomes a black mother wound thing to a degree because the pressure that black girls and black boys, I I, I still think daughters have it even harder, to respect their mothers, to honor their mothers is such a ball and chain to carry around. It is so soul crushing for our priority to be to uplift this person who does not really mean us well, who has not shown up for us in a way that makes us feel valued, loved, seen, trusted, cared for, nurtured. Instead, we feel shamed, abandoned, and rejected consistently by this person. And yet we still have to put up some type of front and see them as, you know, put them on this pedestal. And that messaging is so toxic. It's so freaking toxic. Um, and you have to break out of that to be able to see that you are you are more important than the relationship. The re- the relationship between mother and daughter is not the most important relationship now. As a child, it was. it was the most important relationship. It was the first love of your life. It was what shaped you. It showed you, for better or worse, how to see the world. Was the world safe? Was the world dangerous? And it also taught you how to see yourself. Are you safe to inhabit or are you dangerous? Are you worthy of love or are you dispensable? And I understand because there's so many I'm not going to say so many, damn near every lesson you're living out right now was formed through the relationship you had with your mother. Even if you weren't raised by her. Even if she died when you were young. All of those are still experiences that you had with her that impacted your life moving forward. And so here you are 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years old. It's like, now what? Now you have to become your own mother. But you don't have this great example. That's why you've been mothering yourself the way she mothered you. That's what the healing process is. That's what reparenting is about. That's why it's so important. But you can't even get there if you are hell-bent on changing her, trying to get her to repent, trying to get her to acknowledge it. So your daddy can acknowledge it, your brothers, your cousins, your uncles, the people in your church. So everybody can acknowledge what she did to you. So when you change and you start acting different, they will approve of you. Do you see that you are just like recirculating the same trauma cycle. You are still looking for the approval and acceptance of others in your healing. You're trying to turn your healing process, healing your mother wound into a way to get approval and acceptance. But it's like a real tricky type of way that you're doing it. And the shit is never going to work. It's never going to work. Your pride, I know, is so invested in this, especially if you have an active relationship with your mother that looks good from the outside and your mother is seen as, you know, like a pillar in the community or the church or in your family. Oh my God. You're trying to figure out a way for you not to look like the ungrateful, disrespectful, rude, unappreciative daughter. That's what you're trying to figure out how to do. How do I do this without ruining my reputation? Because I care what they think. Because she's got everybody fooled. Everybody thinks that she's just so amazing and she really isn't. And I want everybody to know. I want her to admit it so they can see that I'm right. And then I can move forward. That is the, that's what I need in order to heal. Ma'am, you're not ever going to get that. And that's not what healing is all about. It's never been about that. It's a you on you game. That's all it is. And really, you have so much more to give yourself than she could ever give you anyway. And that's not like a dig on her. I mean, it's just true because you have access to more resources you're younger, you're more emotionally limber. You have more time on your hands to learn new ways of being and showing up for yourself. When you look at a mother who's 60, 70, 80 years old, her technology, her mental technology is out of date. That's like the first desktop computer You can't do shit with that now. You can't check your emails. You can't go online. You can't get on social media with those old desktops. And it's, that's what I want you to, that's how I want you to see it. You're asking for something that doesn't exist in the programming. And you can't say, oh, well, she's my mother. She should be this. She should be that. Because there are things that people think you should be that you're not. She's a human being before she was your mother. And pushing somebody out your vagina does not change who you are like they show you on TV. Okay? It's not a fantasy. That's not what this is. This is real life. Trauma continues. And a lot of times when you have mothers who have experienced a lot of trauma, especially gender-based trauma, rape, molestation, incest. When they have a daughter, it triggers even more of their trauma because everything is coming back to them now. And they couldn't protect themselves and now they can't protect you and they don't even know how to how to move forward. That's a whole nother episode right there. Ooh, okay, I gotta write that down. We're gonna talk about that. But right now I need you to understand it's not about her. I don't care how you try to spin it. It's never going to be about her. It is about you learning to mend and repair and build the relationship you have with yourself and and discovering how you want to be loved. What's important to you? What do you need from yourself up what you need from, from other people. What do you need to give yourself? So you feel loved, um, seen, valued, nurtured, heard, understood. Hell, that's a whole lifetime of work in and of itself. This is the work. It, this is how you gain autonomy. The wound is the lack of autonomy. So this is about you gaining ownership over who you are, over your experiences, over your future, and over your life. This is never going to change. This is like rule of law from here to eternity. And the sooner you get with that, the better off you'll be. And the sooner you can get on with the healing part, you can get past the hurt part, and start experiencing the benefits of healing okay so um i hope that explains that i feel like i'm gonna start repeating myself if i go back into it because i feel like i just want to shake some of y'all who are still in that it's your pride it's your ego i see you you have to let it go i still love you though i love y'all i'll be back next week um Happy holidays. Take care of yourself. Okay. Um, And if you like this podcast, if you like where this is going, please comment, share, subscribe, rate, go on iTunes and give me five stars, please. I appreciate y'all. We are all in this together and I'll see you guys later. Bye. Thank you for joining me on the She Is Loved Project podcast. Every week, I'm committed to reminding you that you are loved, you are seen, and you are heard. If you found value in this episode, please subscribe, rate, and review it on iTunes and your favorite platforms. And if you're feeling really supportive, click the link in the show notes and consider supporting me via Patreon. This community's support goes a long way. Thanks so much and see you next week.